the numbers are turning, so hopefully we're recording. All right. Hey, everybody. Uh, just want to welcome you to today's special episode of Two Likeable Guys. We have a very special guest. Um, in today's world of instant gratification, our special guest, I believe, has done something that's not only rare, but has become unheard of. The man uh, worked his way up over the years to be at the top of his profession. Um, let's learn a little bit about how he did it. Uh, and I want to introduce to you guys a, a pretty good friend of mine and the general manager of Dayton Ford, J. Casey Pendleton, also known as affectionately the bald guy. Hello, Casey. How are you doing this evening? Hey, doing good, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. Hey, and is it okay if we call you the bald guy? Do you like that term? Or <laughs> Absolutely. The bald guy or Casey, either one is fine. All right. <laughs> Just curious, why don't you go by your, uh, the J in your name? Actually, that started out uh, because of my YouTube channel. Uh, there was another Casey Pendleton. Uh, but he was a musician and oh. anytime, anytime I was posting a video, they were pulling up together. So I started using the J the J is for James, but I've always gone by Casey. Uh, well, man, we really appreciate your time and we'll try not to waste too much of your, uh, of your, uh, precious, uh, off time from the, the store there. Um, no problem. but, uh, you know, everybody's heard of an overnight success story. Uh, but I want to talk about your 17, what I'm going to call a 17 year to success story. Um, just a little bit. Well, first off, we always ask all our guests, what was your first car? Hey, and this is an appropriate question for him. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, my first car was actually a Ford Festiva, a uh, oh. little dark blue two door 87 model. Uh, that my folks uh, bought me actually from Dayton Ford. Wow. Hey, there you go. That is quite special. Um, so you've, have you lived in Dayton your whole life? Oh, yeah. Born and raised, uh, graduated Ray County High in 97, and okay. actually, actually started washing cars at Dayton Ford uh, my senior year. In high oh. School. Were, you a, uh, were you always interested in cars? Uh, not at all. Actually, <laughs> That's uh, amazing. My my intention uh, after high school was to go to the police academy. Uh, and that's why I was washing cars there was uh, to save money to go to Cleveland State uh, to their police academy program. And uh, through that summer, spring and summer of my senior year, uh, washing cars at the dealership, uh, the owner who actually I knew was my he was my Sunday school teacher. Oh. And he hired me there uh, part time during school and uh, to wash cars. As I was approaching graduation, uh, he and uh, Mr. Rogers, Charlie Rogers, walked out. Basically, they said they liked the way I worked and uh, offered me a job either as uh, a service tech. They said they would send me to school to be a mechanic or train me to sell cars in the showroom. And uh, up to that point, I could barely point to a car part and tell you what it was. Wow, the selling was a much better fit. Yeah, I had no idea. That's pretty amazing. I, I thought you may have always loved cars and couldn't wait to get to work <laughs> at the dealership, but um, 
You know, I think you would have made a great police officer. Um, I don't know about then, but I know now you are um, quite a physical specimen. You work out a lot. Uh, uh, I, I do enjoy working out. Um, I, I wrestled in high school um, and then uh, got into martial arts uh, shortly after that. Uh, but I always in, enjoyed any kind of physical pursuits, though. So have you ever done any of the MMA fighting or? Uh, yeah, yeah, at the amateur level, uh, oh. around 2000, 2001, and uh, really got to meet some great guys. That's a that's a world that you can go uh, strap up the gloves and bang around on each other, and then uh, sit down and have supper afterwards with the same guys. So it's wow. a really really cool sport. Yeah, that is. I, I mean, I'm I'm always I just can't imagine getting in there and. You know, because I always see them, they, they beat each other almost to death. And then afterwards, they're shaking hands and, you know, like congratulating the other one for whatever they did. But, uh, right. so let's go. I'd love to go through a little bit of the anthology. So we've already talked about a little bit of how you um, got in and you, you became a, uh, so we're, we're to the part where you, you started washing cars and then you um, became a salesman. So uh, how did it progress after that? Uh, yeah, actually, I, I, I washed cars from March of 94 uh, till June, and that's when I knew I was going to be selling cars. Uh, but the dealership had just bought the uh, the lot behind uh, the showroom. And before I could start selling cars, uh, I had to continue the work I was doing as far as on the lot and clear off, uh, clear some debris and trash and just you know, several years worth of uh, a dump site uh, behind the dealership so they could build the new service department. So on Saturdays, I would train in the showroom uh, in sales. And through the week, I worked, I worked out back in the, uh, in the trash heap. Uh, mm-hmm. But that, that was from uh, June to September. Uh, actually started selling full-time in September and, and it was just a good fit for me. That is pretty amazing the way, um, and did you say that uh, your Sunday school teacher was um, uh, was it Charlie Rogers or was it a different? Uh, Charlie Charlie Rogers was the owner uh, at the time. His son-in-law Keith Ellis bought the dealership from Charlie. Okay, and uh, and he was uh, Charlie still had a hand in things there at the time, but Keith was pretty well running the show, and. Nope. Uh, I, I had known Keith since I was uh, about 12 or 13 years old. Uh, I met him at, at my church. He was my Sunday school teacher. And then as I moved up in the level within a couple of years, he was teaching the older class, then on to the adult class. Uh, but that's how I got to know him. He actually got me into working out, lifting weights, and uh, doing it the right way, uh, mm-hmm. along with some other, other people I'd worked out with and, and who had influenced my, my uh, physical weightlifting and such. But uh, Keith saw something in me and uh, gave me opportunity, and it's uh, it's been good for both of us. I love how it um, it really seems in in you know several of the people we've talked to. Um, they may not realize it, but in my eyes, I see where um, their faith has played a role into getting them to the next level of their stuff. So um, you know, it's like pretty amazing that you're. Sunday school teacher helped you, you know, knew you and, and kind of guided you along the way as a friend and, 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 and somewhat a mentor, um, to that's, move you to the next step. 
Absolutely. And, uh, and that's, that's exactly what he's been though. Uh, he, he's a, he's a mentor always has been, uh, we are very close. Uh, we, we collaborate well with each other, but, uh, I also know our position. Uh, he, he is still my boss, even though he's like a brother to me. Right. Uh, and I, and I think that's been how we've been able to work so well together for so long, uh, is, you know, we know our roles, we collaborate well, but at the end of the day, I may have a suggestion and something that I even, uh, am very passionate about. We, a move we need to make, but he's still the boss. Right. Uh, he, he's the decision maker. And, and I think respecting that role is uh, what's brought us this far along together. Yeah. I love that keyword there is respect. You respect the people above you and in turn, they respect you and, and it helps the relationship work and mesh and move along. So, so you, how long did you sell cars? How long were you a salesman? Uh, well, I still sell cars every day. Well, uh, I'm, I'm just not, not as much on the, uh, on the showroom floor as, as I was once upon a time. Right. Uh, but it's, uh, it's been 27 years total. I started in 94. So just, just across the 27 year mark. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> but started, uh, started more of a, managerial role in 2001 um in kind of just dictating the pace of the sales and then in 2011 is when uh, i kind of moved into the role i am today but it, it is ever changing right uh, i've got a lot of uh a lot of people that's influenced me along the way uh, keith ellis the, the owner now uh being one of them but also some of the some of the, the great trainers in the industry uh I'm in a 20 group with Glenn Lundy, uh, part of the uh, 800% elite uh, sales group. But uh, Grant Cardone and John Dawson and Frank Lopes, I mean, there's a ton of great talent out there. And I think being able to um, just glean some of their talent and some of their influence and, and not being so egotistical where uh, thinking I know it all, uh, right. we're still we're still learning every day. What are, are those guys um, in the, 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 the company uh, or in uh, with Ford or are they just all over the oh, place? No. Yeah, they're, uh, they're like national level trainers. Uh, okay. They each have their own training companies and, and curriculum. Uh, Grant Cardone's probably got a more popular name. Uh, but Don, John Dawson with uh, Cellcology, Glenn Lundy with the, uh, with the elite 20 group. Uh, these are some of the greatest in the industry and, and they, they've been on the forefront themselves. So it's, uh, it's easy to, to glean off of them and, and take the best of what they have to offer. And, uh, so once you made it to the, you know, which I think is the pinnacle of the, of the Ford dealership minus ownership, um, being the, the general manager of everything that goes on basically, what um, keeps you motivated? What keeps you able to do that? And over the you know the past what ten years? Yeah, the uh, the overall like the the end goal ambition is uh, for most people is to have their own dealership. Right. Uh, I I'm not against that, uh, but I'm perfectly happy in the position I am. Uh, but happy doesn't necessarily mean content. Uh, we are on a path to, uh, we're using the hashtag right now, road to 100. Uh, we've never been a hundred car a month store. Uh, I don't know of, uh, any store in, in our immediate area, you know, Ray County anyway. Right. 
uh, that's ever done that kind of volume. Uh, a year ago, we were at 27 or so units, uh, moved up to 30. And I believe right now we are at 67 uh, years out for this month. So I think we'll hit 70, 75. And, and that's our that's our ambition right now is to get to that next level. And that's 100 units per month. So uh, thinking back about uh, two, 2001, uh, it hits my head that, you know, that was a uh, a very tragic year in the United States history. Um, yes, it was. With, with 9-11. Uh, do you remember anything about how that affected you guys? Um, just uh, because you had just become the, the general manager, and then you know, yeah, two thousand one, uh, I was the sales manager, general manager in two thousand eleven. Okay, that's yeah. right. So two thousand one, um, I, I was kind of calling the shots as far as how the sales were structured, uh, but still working alongside with the same same guys I have been. Uh, but our store has seemed to always be uh, a relationship based. Um, Charlie Rogers had done a real good job about giving uh, his dealership a personality and right. kind of a face to the community. So much of much of the business we were doing was repeat and referral business, mostly relationship based. So even though the economy was taking a dip, uh, because Charlie Rogers and Keith Ellis were were very um, conservative minded folks uh we were able to to survive through that uh, based on the decision they'd made long long ago to to be conservative and you know make sure the stores capitalized and being able to move forward uh in times such as those yeah uh, but our our relationship with our community is uh is a lot to do with our success then and now all right and um fast forward to last year um you, you okay you know different i know you played different roles in the dealership but it was was it about the same when the pandemic hit um you know was was it uh the business stays pretty steady for you guys uh well 2020 uh <laughs> at the end of 2019 is when we uh started kind of reaching out to uh learn more of the, the national side of the business and you know we're we are a relatively small dealership yeah. uh compa- compared to like dealerships we'll find in chattanooga atlanta nashville knoxville uh so that's when we reached out to glenn lundy and uh, said hey you've got something there we want to grow and uh, I, i'm kind of be uh, I, i'm a real good order taker like i, mm-hmm. I follow instructions pretty well if i believe in what you're what you're telling me and uh, we, me and Glenn Lundy, we clicked really well, and we were we were already turning the store around as far as the pace, uh, the volume. So that started in November, December, January, February. We actually had a sales conference in Naples. We come back and we're on fire. Uh, we're we're steamrolling. Uh, tracking last March was tracking the best month we had had volume wise. Even though there's there's rumor, hey, we got this problem, we got this COVID nineteen, it's a pandemic, right? And and then they come out and said nationally, like that we are in a pandemic, and our business halted. Uh, like we we were steamrolling, and then it was crickets for like two and a half weeks, right? So uh, having some leadership out there, like uh, like the eight hundred percent twenty group and the other dealers that are involved in that, 
we got some uh, best practices put into place, uh, you know, kind of proactively announcing how we are taking steps to, you know, protect the safety of our customers and our employees. So that went on, that went on real far. Uh, it was impactful to the community. So although our business took a dip, it wasn't devastating. Uh, we just wasn't turning the numbers that we should have been turning given the trajectory that we were on before. That makes sense. I've really admired Dayton Ford um, just because it's, it's this, you know, it's a full service factory Ford dealership with that small town personal feel with personal relationships. Um, and I just, I've always loved that. Um, the one thing I've always loved is that you guys still being, even being a smaller store, you still get some of those special, um, special uh, edition vehicles. You guys have yeah. one of those uh, Mustangs. Um, yeah, uh, we've we've had several of the GT three fifties, GT five hundred, and we've got a, a, a Mustang Mach one, which is new for twenty twenty one in inventory right now. Wow. Uh, so we we may not have twenty of each of those, uh, right. but we we get a fair share of them. Uh, for the most part, if Ford makes it, we can get it. Yeah, that's amazing. That's that's pretty. Uh... I mean, that's that's the, the best thing, of, uh, one of the best things uh, about Dayton Ford that I've always admired. Um, and uh, I just to touch on, um, I know you went from uh, Charlie Rogers Ford, Charlie Rogers Ford to Dayton Ford. Uh, was that just a uh, uh, what was the end goal? What's what's part of the goal there? What why was the the change? Well, the end goal, it was simply to tie the store to the community of Dayton and the surrounding area. Uh Uh, Charlie Rogers uh, took that store over in 85. uh, And it was a chore for him at the time to have his name on the building uh, per Ford. A lot of dealerships are are backing away from that. Uh, More recently, you had uh, Larry Hill Ford in Cleveland. They're now Cleveland Ford. Uh, mm-hmm. Brooker, Brooker Ford and Dalton is now Dalton Ford. So okay. uh, it, it's a trend that it looks like the Ford franchise is kind of pressing. Uh, okay. but it was it had been an idea of ours for a while uh, to get more connection with the community itself. And one thing you've you've talked about a lot uh, that that I really don't think um, uh, I don't see a lot of other people doing is you reaching out to other professionals. Um, that help provide you with information to to be better, to do better. And you're not so far, um, you're not so far up in your thinking that you know I don't need help. I'll figure this out on my own. That you actually have reached out to these other guys to help build the business to make it better. Um, that to me is is a really uh, great way to be. Um, because you see a lot of people that think like, oh, I can do it on my own. You know, I'll just do this and that. But reaching out and having associating with yourself with these uh, personalities that know and specialize in making your work uh, place more productive or whatever you're trying to do. Um, what about that is. Uh, what motivates you to uh, to get that help? Um, I mean, is it just something you see that you're like, uh, 
we need a little help here or there and and, and we're not doing this as good and I think we can do it better so uh, how do you go about uh, doing that and how do you go about finding the people <laughs> to help you do that um, I, I look at it a lot uh, just as I, I do my education I, I'm currently pursuing a, a business degree uh, through Bryan College I started I had no college education prior to 2017 uh, and uh, started the online path and uh, I think that's that's done a lot. Just to open my eyes, let me know how much personally that I do not know. Right. Uh, but as as far as the industry, uh, I, I was a really great salesperson. Uh, I connect with people well, and I know my product knowledge, and, and I like to work. Uh, but when it comes to running a dealership, and it, it's sometimes harder to tell others how to do something than it is just to do it yourself. Uh, so I recognize that about me and, uh, there's areas in the dealership that, that I'm supposed to be managing that I didn't feel qualified to do. Uh, so I reached out to these guys and it's just, uh, it's been a, uh, really worked wonders for, for me personally and for the dealership. Well, is there, um, any, cause I, I love the story of how you, you, you worked your way through. And like, I, I don't think that's uh, very common now. I think people want to go in and, start at the the top and you know and and do that and i think this is people are missing out on such great opportunities if they can stick with a company that they have potential in and see the growth and develop the relationships is there what kind of advice would you give people that are wanting to be at the top of their professions oh well i I can't take credit for this and i I don't exactly know who said it but the, the way i can remember it being said was if you if you do more than what you're getting paid to do, it won't be long before you're getting paid to do more than what you're actually doing. Right. Um, and and that's kind of the the mindset I took with the whole dealership when it when it was washing cars. I was going to be the best car washer uh, that that existed when it comes to selling. It was the same thing. Uh, now managing is the same thing. Uh, I'm, I'm going to make myself, uh, so valuable to the guy I work for that he can't imagine doing this business without me. Uh, and I, I think that's been, uh, uh, a big, uh, advantage for me is just making myself valuable or, or trying to anyhow. Very, very, very wise words. Um, I know you have a, a lovely wife and a, and a, a couple of awesome kids um and uh, i am a new parent well i knew as of a couple years ago and and i one of the reasons i like doing the podcast is because i want to give a some kind of a record to much out of of you know of maybe a guide map of something that might help him and uh, how do you guide your kids to because it's so right now it seems so hard to instill that hard work is a blessing and is worth doing um how do you instill that in them is there do you have any tricks or tips that, that, that <laughs> well, i might can learn that I, I don't know if there's any, <laughs> any tricks or tips to it uh i i strive to be a great parent and a great husband uh, but I fail all the time. Uh, 
you usually it's my mouth that you know I, I'm so <laughs> quick to give an answer, and a lot of times it's it's the wrong answer. Well, um, now that's I admire you. Um, I've I've uh, seen you up there at the uh, Dayton Ford for many years, um, uh, and I've really always thought uh, here's a man who's got it going on. He, he's uh, he's really uh, got such a good work ethic and uh, helps um, the community. And um, you have a great. You've surrounded yourself with a great team. Um, I know um, there's Curtis and uh, um, Billy Manis, and I, I'm, I don't know the uh, – you have a new salesperson. Uh, um, yeah, she, she just joined us in uh, January, uh, Melissa. Uh, yeah. She she was our phone receptionist and uh, asked for the opportunity on the sales floor. And, uh, we we were actually – had an opening and looking to grow the, the sales team, and she's been a really good fit, uh, takes instruction well, and has come right along. Uh, of course, Billy and Curtis are awesome. Uh, they're all team players, but uh, I got to give props to our finance manager, Rex Shipley. Uh, dude's a team player all the way, and he don't get enough credit because you usually don't see him. He's uh, he's the guy in the back office. And you know, uh, I, as many times as many times I've been up there, I can say that I don't think I've ever seen him. <laughs> okay, we're going to have to introduce you next time you're up. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Rex spins the paper, prints the paperwork on every transaction that takes place at Dayton Ford. He's the he's the only finance manager we have, so we keep him pretty busy. Wow! And uh, he he takes it like a champ, and and he'll fill in where we need him to, and uh, just really great. And I don't want to leave anybody out there to do their shit because I know you have um, uh, a lady where uh, there's a somebody in the back that washes cars and and I've seen them they've been super nice to me and then I know you got a, a finance lady uh, that that writes checks and 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 pays the vendors and stuff and she's super. Um, I, I want to make sure and we touch all the bases. I don't want to leave anybody out. Is there anybody I'm forgetting? Well, the the lady in the office is Jackie Breeden. And uh, she, along with, uh, I think, Rick Cunningham, the parts guy, uh, are the only two people who's been there longer than I have. And they eclipsed me by like 10 or 15 years. They, I think they're on the deed, actually. Okay. They've been, <laughs> been there for quite some time. But uh, everyone there, uh, including our guys in the service department, and, uh, uh, Jeff Harris in the body shop, uh, it, it, it is truly like family. Now we can, we can get aggravated at each other and, 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 you know, get on to each other just like brothers and sisters would. Well, most uh, families do. So. Right. But if anyone outside of us did that, you know, we'd all come to, come to the rescue too. Right. Um, yeah. It's, it's really is a good place to work. And I, and I can't take credit for that. Uh, Charlie Rogers put that in place a long time ago. He's hired good people. And, um, Keith Ellis is his son-in-law, and he's kind of taken right after him. And that's one thing Keith uh, told me long ago. Said like, "Here's the keys, run the store." Uh, but I've got a, a, a character. The store's got a character, um, a reputation, and that's what I want to see promoted. You know, for the, for the rest of the time that it's in business. And yeah. Because they put that in place, we've been able to carry on with it, and it's uh, it's really just a great place to be. That's great. I think we've taken up uh, enough of your time and sorry to take you away from the 
the the kids and the the wife on such a, a beautiful afternoon with sunny maybe a little windy but uh it's gonna no, be okay. it's, it's been great thanks for having me i've enjoyed it hey josh do you have anything you want to ask or add well i was gonna ask about the new broncos those things <laughs> look, those things look awesome how many do you have uh well the bronco two is or sorry the bronco sport is the only only bronco that's actually in production right now and has made it to the dealerships uh we have several of those and we've sold several of them yeah. The full-size Bronco, we've got 23 reservations, uh, and I think all of those have been confirmed and should go into production mid-year of 22, uh-huh. uh, and yeah. hopefully start seeing those in on the dealership lots sometime around August, September, toward the end of the year. Now, those are yeah. th- those are the ones that are going to have the old the old style headlights. The look, the round. Yes, yes, uh, the, the removable doors, removable yeah. top. Absolutely. The sport, it, it doesn't have that headlight, right? Correct. Uh, it, it may have the round style headlights with the, with the small bar out to the side, uh, but the sports uh, do not have removable doors or a removable top at this time. Okay. Well, it looks like I'm going to have to wait then. <laughs> <laughs> well, the one the one great thing, uh, uh, I'll mention this real quick, is one, one of the greatest things also about uh, – uh, Dayton Ford is they got everything uh, or can get everything um, from all your business uh, truck uh, construction business needs. Uh, they've got uh, you know a plethora of uh, can get you new and used uh, basically anything. I mean I've seen up there I've seen uh, dump trucks I've seen like F five fifties F four fifties F three fifties the whole gamut. Crew cab, regular cab, extended cab, super cab, um, everything they can get that, and they can get you all the regular vehicles you want, new, used. I believe they can find just about anything, and they usually have it. If we don't have it in stock and it's uh, it's actually in production, we can usually get it within twenty four or forty eight hours. Wow. Yep. See, I I need to come up and uh, and uh, look about getting a cargo van. Absolutely. Yes. Yep. We got several several in stock now. I need to I need to get me a new work truck. That's for sure. Boy, they had one of those nice uh here just a little while ago. They had a in the used side, one of those Promaster vans up there. Uh, oh yeah. And I uh, know it was pretty nice. I had a nice look at it. Uh, and it had so much room in the back. It was ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it was huge. You could build shells for days in the back of that, and you could <laughs> carry around a whole new house in the back of that, I believe. <laughs> but they've, I'm, and all the Ford products as well. The, the they've got uh, all those. Uh, I've seen several of those. Uh, what is the Ford van now? The um, the Transit. Transit, thank yeah, you. Transit, Transit van. Yeah. 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 Good stuff. Really good stuff. Hey, uh, go ahead and uh, let everybody know uh, where you're uh, located and how to get in touch with y'all up there. Ray County Highway in Dayton, Tennessee, uh, website, DaytonFordTN.com. And we keep all the inventory and contact information listed there and be happy to help. Yeah, you can call and go see uh, Casey and challenge him to an arm wrestling match. I wouldn't do it, but you can, I guess. I don't know. Maybe a wrestling match. Uh oh, that's even worse. I don't recommend it. I don't recommend it. Super guys up there. We really appreciate your time, uh, Mr. Casey Pendleton. And uh, 
I hope you have a great evening, sir. Absolutely. Thank you both. Right, thank, thank you, you man. sir. See you guys. See you. Bye bye. That was awesome. Getting to talk to uh, the general manager of Dayton Ford right there in the heart of Dayton, Tennessee. I think he is uh, truly a success story. Um, I really appreciated his time and hope anybody listening that needs a vehicle would consider them for their next vehicle purchase. Um, I know Josh is going to get right in line for one of the new Broncos. Well, that's what I was going to say, man. We need to talk to him about do some kind of like sponsorship deal, you know, and uh, see if we can't get some some fleet cars and uh, you know, well, they, th- thrown our way. They do, a, they do a pretty good job of sponsoring Classic Auto Care, the original CAC.com. There it is. <laughs> there it yeah. Is. No. But well, they, you know, uh, that's like the two, uh, the good old boys down in uh, Birmingham. They've got a, a, a deal with uh, one of the Jeep guys, which I mean, you know, those guys are national. And, yeah. Uh, we will they, be soon. They get. One of them's got a big old Dodge truck they're driving, and the other one's got a big old Jeep. We are international. They just get to drive around. They may be national, but we're already international. We can see the downloads we're getting from all over the world, and that's awesome, man. (laughs) We're growing every day. But I really do appreciate his time and uh, really really appreciate your time listening to us today. Man, it's been a, a lot of fun. Um, uh, the reason, one of the ways I know Casey is that I was introduced to him um, probably, I don't know, 10 years ago, maybe not quite that long, um, by another dealer that I done work for, that I did work for. And um, they introduced me, and, and I've been able to do, do a couple little jobs for uh, Dayton in the meantime. and. Uh, they have treated me uh, like royalty, and and it means the world to me. Uh, their business means the world to me, and uh, as people, as friends, as a business relationship, it's been great. Um, so if you need a car, you need a truck, you need a work van, those are the guys I 100% recommend. At least get on the website and look or give them a call. Um, like I said, they have some great salespeople. Um, I know one of them, uh, Curtis, is a what is he is a uh, graduate from the UT program. So if you're a big UT fan, you can go visit Curtis and talk up uh, some balls, football, basketball. Although there's not a lot to talk about right now. Oh yeah, all that's getting cut right now. <laughs> that's that's out of the that's out of the podcast now. Talk about it being Tennessee alone. <laughs> oh. All right. <laughs> well, that's what they can do it. But uh, anyway, truth is, they're good people, good folks. Um, highly recommend them. Uh, we look forward to uh, uh, hopefully getting on. We have a few more questions we want to ask eventually. You know, like, um, where's the industry going and i think that'd be pretty good for that and maybe some electric vehicles talk electric vehicles talk uh talk it up with all the good stuff and you know josh you can cut all this out if you want to because i'm just kind of going on a rail here we're going on three minutes on a closer 
<laughs> yep. <laughs> give us give us the tagline, Steve, and let's go. Uh, let's get out of here. Uh, follow us, like us. Uh, you can uh, find us at twolikableguys.com. You can email us at twolikableguys at gmail.com. I'm uh, looking forward to seeing you guys uh, next time. Hey, Ben, and we like you, and we hope you like us too. Later. <laughs>